Just barely hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to my talk, 107.1. Everything Entertainment. It's the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We like to talk about food, especially on this show. And I've been adamant in the past about how white chocolate isn't chocolate. Yeah, you were very, very aggrieved. Yeah. And uh, I just saw this article yesterday about how I'm not the only one. It's been extremely controversial in the confectionery community. Well, but the thing, I, but I think you learned something in the process, did. didn't you? Because yes. I think your beef was actually a different beef yeah. than the one that's laid out. Because as you read it, you you learned something about white chocolate. Yes, I did. Now, the United States Food and Drug Administration took the same stance in 2002 that white chocolate isn't even chocolate. But that's so, not what they said. That's not all they said. They changed their tune in 2020, or I'm sorry, in 2004 because they determined, I learned that the process of making white chocolate, if it's real chocolate, requires to use like real chocolate it's the you take the cacao the cocoa bean and then you they have you have cocoa nibs and then they grind those into a paste called cocoa liqueur the liqueur is then pressed to separate the solids from the fat and that is referred to as cocoa butter so then dark chocolate and milk chocolate they're both made from the complete cocoa liqueur so the butter and the solids, but white chocolate, on the other hand, it only is the cocoa butter. Yeah. So uh, the distinction that you learned in this article is the one that I have thought about. Like there's real white chocolate. Real white chocolate is just chocolate without the liquor part. The That's chocolate right. Liquor. Um, but as long as it has the cocoa butter in it, you can call it white chocolate. But what most people rail against, and the reason I think you and a lot of other people were ticked off about white chocolate, is because most of the things that people put in their mouth that they think are white chocolate are actually not chocolate at all. And they're right. just marketed as, or people assume that it is white chocolate, when in fact it's just some kind of, and I think the FDA actually calls it like candy confection. Yeah, it's confectionery coating. So that white confectionery coating, and that is the cheaper version. It's basically, and that is basically just oil and sugar. Yes. So like if you took palm oil, for example, and mixed it with sugar, then, and put some vanilla in it, they yes. might call it white chocolate. Or almond bark. Yeah, like you'll see it at Christmas time because that's stuff that people think them, they're melting down to make their Christmas yum yums. or whatever, yeah. Are, is chocolate, and it's not actually, it's just a like fake candy coating. So, yes. so... I think the what we should have done is tried to find some real white chocolate for you to try to see if you actually like it or not. And I have had it before. I just always thought that it did not come from cacao. Yes. I thought it was always coming from some other kind of nut. No, I totally get or it. Something. Well, because like think of like Easter candy and Christmas candy and it's white chocolate and you're like, this tastes like barf. Nobody wants to eat this. Yeah, it's not my favorite. Well, and that's because it's... But but I will say there's also like fake regular chocolate. So like the milk chocolate you think is milk chocolate. Yeah, like it's that just real some waxy kind of bunny you get. Oil, sugar, and maybe a little bit of cocoa powder. But mm-hmm. it's not, you know, it's not real chocolate. So they say that 
um, they have regulated, actually, that you cannot call it white chocolate in, unless it contains at least 20% cocoa butter. Okay. But it doesn't... So is that new? Is that why or you just re- happened upon the story? I just or happened upon it because I was thinking about it, and I'm like, I need to look up... I need to educate myself on white chocolate because I'm hungry. No, I don't buy that. Really? You literally just started Googling white chocolate? No, um, it came up in a I Oh, like in one of your blogs. Feeds? Yeah, okay, yeah. It. Yesterday, actually, why the FDA once ruled out white chocolate as real chocolate. Got it. I so was for just a curious, long like, time, when did it's you like start on this journey? chocolate people were like, that's not real chocolate. But the FDA, <laughs> FDA was like, you know, for a long time, they said no. And I guess it was made by mistake, which was kind of interesting. What was made by mistake? Um, white chocolate. Oh. So the Nestle company in 1936, at the time, they were producing a liquid children's formula called Nestrovite. And they were curious to find out if they could make a solid version as well. And they tried adding cocoa butter to the mix and ended up making white chocolate. Huh. Fascinating. Yeah. I will say, of the chocolates, what's your favorite? Of all of the chocolates? So I mean, white chocolate, milk chocolate, dark chocolate. What's oh, your favorite? I'm a milk chocolate person, yeah. I'll be honest. Like a Swiss milk chocolate. I used to be a milk chocolate person. I'm Increasingly, in, as I get older, I'm a dark chocolate person. I don't know what that says. Yeah. But I, I, I also have a, an affinity for white chocolate. The only problem is I only want like a little bit. I want like a couple bites. Mm-hmm. Of white chocolate. Mm -hmm. I think that's the same with dark chocolate, too. Like, you can only eat so much before you're like, ooh, that's bitter. Mm -hmm. Milk chocolate, I mean, you can just pound. Because you just, you know. The white chocolate, there's something about it that after a few bites, you're just like, okay, I've had enough of that. Yeah, it's too too sweet, sweet. maybe. But then again, milk chocolate is really sweet. So I don't know what the difference is. I don't know. But when you're in Europe, Hmm. if you get any type of just, like, just at the grocery store they have a higher standard literally for their chocolate like you cannot sell chocolate that has less the difference is they don't allow as much wax in their chocolate and so you can just get get yeah literally wax so you can buy just at the grocery store a candy bar and it'll be the most amazing candy bar that you'll ever eat yeah in your life. And that is what I gave for gifts when I came back from Europe is just real chocolate, chocolate. bars. Yeah. Uh, Mike, what's your preference? White, milk, or dark? It would be uh, dark, but not super dark. Like, I think special, 70%. Like, like Hershey's special dark, I think is like 50% or 45%. Yeah. I, that's where I like to be. Okay. Oh, yeah, right yeah. there. You're a bittersweet kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I it, do keep not bars at 70% in my cabinet. That's aggressive. Because I know it's aggressive, but I have to because if I don't, then I'll eat the whole bar. <laughs> sure. When it comes to baking things, though, I like dark chocolate. Oh, yeah. Like if it's covered like milk chocolate and baking, it doesn't taste right. It's, it just kind of melts into yeah. the thing. It doesn't taste like you don't get as much chocolate flavor. Yeah. It's richer if you use it in baking. Yeah. But. but if I was just snacking, I I don't know. I guess I just like chocolate, period. So I, I'd like to snack on all the things. Yeah, just a little sure. from column A. I will admit, like, if you're wanting to satisfy a craving, dark chocolate, if you just have a little bit, it satisfies that craving. Yeah. But you can eat a whole. I usually have a square at night. That's like my right before I go to bed treat. Right before, like, you're literally in bed, you've brushed your teeth, and you just pop a square in. Yeah. <laughs> literally. No. Before I go upstairs. Yeah. It's the last thing I put in my mouth. <laughs> 
It's true. Why are you laughing? No, I don't know. It's not true. Like, you'd brush your teeth after that. I don't always brush my teeth at night, Dawn. Really? Yeah, sorry to tell you. Oh, okay. But even if I did, I I would eat chocolate. It's the last thing I do before I go upstairs because I let the dog out. Yeah. I eat my little bar of chocolate. Oh. Or a little square of chocolate, and then I go upstairs. Okay. And then I see if Jamie has had his square of chocolate yet for the day. Cause and if he hasn't, you wake him up and you go, eat your chocolate. No, no. I just, I'm grateful because that means there's more chocolate for me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Do you ever hide chocolate in your house? I used to have my own hiding spot that he knew about, but he would leave it alone <laughs> if it was in there. But now I don't keep things in there anymore. I yeah. used to, but I, I don't really have anything naughty in the house except for like mm. a couple bars of I do have a hiding spot, but he knows about it too. But he doesn't dig through there. What's in your hiding spot? Well, right now I have some Biscoff butter, cookie butter. And? Uh, I sometimes put it on an English muffin, like a low-calorie English muffin, just a swipe of it. Yeah. God, it's Do you have a hiding spot, Mike? I don't. I can't have it in my house. Yeah. It doesn't last long. She'll know. No, I have zero self-control. Yeah. So, no, I just don't allow myself to have it in the house. because It's the way you have to, like, that's the Mm -hmm. only way I've survived into my 40s. Because if I had snacks in my house all the time, I would literally be... Yeah, I don't buy stuff usually. Yeah. Like, the only thing I have is that. But I will make things. Here's uh, my my philosophy in life lately has been, like, if you want it bad enough, make it. So like if you want a sweet treat, make it. Make Ooh, some I'm cookies. I'm too lazy for that. Well, exactly, but that's a wonderful self-fulfilling prophecy. Like I will always be too lazy to do it, so then I never do it. So then you avoid the temptation. Yeah, I like that. Now, Mike, we have food porn coming up. Not this next segment, yeah. but the segment after. And sure. one of our items is a sweet thing. Uh-huh. You don't have to eat it. No, I'll jump in and I'll eat it. Okay, oh, because I know that you're us. trying no, no, no. to not. It's all no, good. he ate with us. What was that? We oh, just... yeah, that nasty, dry grandma pocket <laughs> Cakester <thing>. grandma pocket. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You bought it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What was that? <laughs> that's a new one. I haven't heard that one yet. We're going to have to put that on the side. Grandma bar. pocket. No. Grandma pocket. Uh, did that ever make it to the promo area? Uh, it's it's being knows. worked on, I believe. Okay. Okay. Hey, when we come back, artificial intelligence has gotten into... Um... Why? To look for porn, Dan. Porn. When we come back on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn... That's what it's all about. Thanks to uh, some creepy people on the internet right here on my talk one seven one. Hey guys, Bradley here for my good friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Did you know that without energy efficient window coverings, a home can lose up to 30% of heating and cooling energy through its windows? According to the Department of Energy, when it comes to Hunter Douglas window treatments, energy efficiency and comfort go hand in hand. Hunter Douglas cellular shades are the most insulating interior shades available anywhere. While you might think your vinyl blinds are helping save energy, studies have shown that cellular shades outperform traditional vinyl blinds in terms of energy efficiency. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom to explore how premium Hunter Douglas window treatments can enhance and elevate your home, delivering the utmost in sophistication and quality. Choose from different materials, styles, operating systems, fabrics, and colors to create your perfect Hunter Douglas window treatment solution. Check out the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins or online at littleblindspotmn.com. The Little Blind Spot. 
blind spot with big on service. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Happy Friday. Thanks for being here with us. It's Bradley and Dawn and Mike. And uh, we thank you for voting for the MyTalk Awards. Stay tuned next week for the results of all, all your hard work. And hopefully we'll be coming in first place. And all the votes. Okay, it's time to talk about AI and how creepy it's gotten. Porn, Dan, porn. That is the theme song for this next story. Why? Because the internet is a terrible place. And that the internet should create artificially intelligence. uh, driven pornography is not probably a surprise, Mm -hmm. but I was brought. Uh, or this story was brought to my attention yesterday, courtesy of our friends over at Page Six. And I think TMZ, a bunch of people reported on this story. Maybe you saw it about Taylor Swift. Like, yeah. I guess X was getting flooded with a bunch of AI Taylor Swift images Ew. of a adult nature. God. And uh, it was specific. I don't know that the details of of like if they figured out who it was, but I think the account that was putting the material up has been shut down and... Um, you know, Twitter has apparently, or X has apparently been trying to shut down these accounts. Um, but I'm also, how do I want to say this? Like, I don't think this is anything new or that surprising that the internet would have this material. What I think is interesting and what I, the reason I wanted to talk about this story is I think that when things involve Taylor Swift in our world, there's a very good chance that something which was a big problem before has become a problem recently could actually start to be addressed because it involves a woman whose brand is so large and whose footprint in the world mm-hmm. is so large that she might actually have the ability to focus people's attention on this problem. Yeah, that's true. I mean, deep fakes have been around for a long time. I mean, they're probably you just type in an artist and deep fake and you're probably going to get a lot of them come up. Do we want to explain what that means or what you mean by that? Um. Well, there's just long. I mean, I gosh, how long ago did that start? I would say at least I'm trying to think of where I was when I saw like a deep fake of something like 10 years ago or something. This technology was around at least for like just regular. And then it started to get into the porn area, of course. Yeah. Well, artificial intelligence is sort of like put that on steroids because 
AI is now able to generate images that are strikingly realistic. And when they, you know, when you can put famous people's faces on it, obviously, that draws a lot of attention. So while the technology maybe has been around for a long time, like I said, it's now on, it's like somebody stepped on the the gas pedal. And I think because it's Taylor Swift more than, because I guarantee if you go and search, you know, like uh, adult images of other celebrities, there's no shortage of them, right? Mm -hmm. But because it's Taylor Swift, I think it has the possibility, again, to break through and grab people's attention in a way and get headlines and get attention in a way that, you know, other people like complaining about it just isn't going to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it's, it could, for me, I just think about like all the little kids that love Taylor Swift and how they could just be, you know, it just mindlessly looking through, you know, I don't know if little kids have Twitter accounts, but it could make its way into the, the internet where kids are looking at stuff. And that's just horrifying to me. I don't know. I mean, and I, I just, I feel bad for all the people out there, all the celebrities that have this done to them so hopefully yeah uh, things will change so i just think it's such a violation it's just because if somebody isn't really paying attention they might think that that celebrity agreed to do it or it's actually them you know is there any i saw that maybe her team might be taking some legal action is that what the story is well yeah so this and that's well the story was that these images were being flooded onto x formerly known as Twitter and then her, name now. Yeah. And then, her, well, and there's no shortage of adult content on Twitter because they don't ban it. Like unlike a lot of other social media platforms. So it's no surprise that it was able to take over. Um, but, but again, her people through insiders, like none of this has been officially talked about, but if you believe the tabloids, there are sources who say her team is not amused and that they're thinking of legal action. And I thought, well, that's an interesting story and that's fascinating. But then I thought about it a little more and I thought, well, actually think about Taylor Swift's effect on Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster has been a problem for a long time. The ticket, uh, secondary ticket market generally mm-hmm. has been a conversation point for a, uh, and a, a trouble spot for a lot of people for years. Well, suddenly Taylor Swift uh, becomes a part of the story and she's mm-hmm. able to marshal a bunch of attention at the federal level, which, you know, whether it leads to meaningful reform, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, here's a moment where, OK, I actually think other than a star saying, like, I'm. I don't approve of this. This is gross. Don't do this. Take it down. Other than that, when it's Taylor Swift, she could actually get senators and Congress people to, you know, whether it's convene to talk about, you know, the scourge of artificial intelligence, which if you've been paying attention to in the broader world has been a topic of conversation by lawmakers, but nobody has been able to agree on anything. Exactly. And this is the perfect moment for them to take this, instance and say look at all the harm it could do in this area here and then we're worried about like copyright material you know people like sarah silverman saying which is a different area altogether but like my work is being used without my permission to create work like mine and being spit out into an ai you know form or when's it going to stop and so they don't know what to do right now because they don't know the future but this is a first step and i think they should take it Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, if her people actually go forward with any legal action, we'll certainly let you know about it. When we come back on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, it's Friday. We love food, and we're going to get right to something tasty on the other side of this on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. 
If, like me, you have gone through your life at different points and forgotten to uh, get your regular checkups, cleanings, and what have you with the dentist, um, you know, I totally get it. It happens. I want you to do what I have done, though, in the past, and that's call my friends at Dakota Dental. It had been a couple years since I was going to the dentist, and it was time for me to get back in that dentist chair. Actually, the real reason I got back in that dentist chair at Dakota Dental specifically was because I had a dental emergency. I hadn't been to the dentist, like I said, in a couple years. I had a tooth crack and all of a sudden I needed a place to go. And I found myself in the chair at Dakota Dental getting some of the best dental care in the Twin Cities. Dr. Ashburn got me all fixed up and on my way. And then I made my regular checkup appointments and got back on track. You and your whole family can do the same thing. No shame, no judgment. Just make your appointment today. It's super duper easy at dakotadental.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for joining us. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. It is time to get into a whole different kind of fun, and that is Food Porn Friday. Food Porn. Mm, What are we putting in our mouths today, Dawn Arena? We're going to do some uh, Subway Sidekicks. What? That is uh, the new... Sides from Subway that are foot long sidekicks. Sides that are foot long sidekicks. Yeah. You got to, like, what? Well, we have a foot long pretzel sidekick. We have a foot long Cinnabon churro sidekick. Oh, yummy. And a foot long chocolate chip cookie. Yummy. The first one is an Auntie Anne's foot long pretzel. I do love, they must have had some marketing uh, relationship because it's like a taste of Auntie Anne's. Cinnabon Cinnabon Bakery inspired. Yeah. So how, uh, and you've cut these up for us. They do look, they did look like they were actually a foot long. Yeah. Now I want to say that as I'm cutting them, he says to me, and that would be Bradley. He says to me. He says, oh, did you measure them? (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, no, I didn't. I thought that would be you awesome to see if they actually measure measured up yeah. to like 12 uh-huh. inches. And I go, no, I didn't. And he goes, well, you should. And I'm like, I don't have a ruler. And he said, you can do it with your phone, which irritated me because I was already Why? cutting them. Oh. What do you want to put them back together? We oh have limited God. time during commercials. Wow. <laughs> well, hopefully you got over your irritation. <laughs> okay. What do we want to try first? It's up to you. You uh, you brought these to the table. What do you want us to try? Uh, um, let's try the churro first. All I'm not right. really into churros, but okay. do you want to describe it? No, you just want to eat it. Okay. It's a cylindrical object that is <laughs> ribbed on the sides. It looks like a churro. <laughs> yeah. So what does it smell like? 
cinnamon. Yep, it does have a cinnamony flavor. Yeah. And this is a Cinnabon product. Um, pretty cheery, che- chewy. Pretty cheery. Cheery. Is that like churroy, <laughs> Mike? What do you think? I'm not a fan of this at all. It's very oh. greasy and not cinnamony. I can't say that right now. Mm. There needs I to be sh- more cinnamon. Cinnam- I know no, it doesn't taste like it? cinnamon. Cinnamon. Well, maybe I'm sure it was better hot because they delivered it early, Ooh. which I think they probably think that's just greasy. Have you chewed it all the way yeah. through? Yeah. I feel like you could wring this out. Really? With the grease, I'm getting bitter. It's not good. I don't oh, like this wow. at all. Okay, maybe if I. If we heat it up, I know that to them, they think delivering it early is good. We never know what to do because I chose between 1 and one thirty, and sometimes people are late. So I know. I'm just surprised it's not sweeter. Mm-hmm. You like it? It's okay. Um, if you get like a churro, you want it to be sweet and taste like cinnamon. And mm, this yeah. does not do any of those for me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it could be sweeter. Yeah. I'll it feels that. just heavy. All right, what do you want us to try next? Again, this these are the sub uh, Subway Sidekicks, presumably things you just throw on with your order. There's a foot-long churro from Cinnabon. Again, I think they just like probably paid for some licensing. Uh, then they've got a foot-long pretzel. You want to do that next? Because I honestly feel like the cookie is going to be way better than the pretzel. We want to wait. We want to wait for that at the end. Yeah. 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 We're going to do the pretzel next. So and- you want to talk about the pretzel? It's a very interesting... This is, um, yeah, it's a long, foot-long pretzel. It has... It's like ribbed. Ribbed. Once again, ribbed. (laughs) For your pleasure. I noticed that the salt, when I was cutting it, it did fall off. Yeah, I don't really have any salt on it. Mike just put his hand on his head and he was shaking it. When I tried to bite into it, it, I could not pull it apart with my teeth. And it seemed like it was going to be real, real tough. Remember last week? Oh. Yeah, exactly. Gone. It's time to bring it back. Oh, oh my God. Grandma's this is pocket. as dry this as is grandma's, grandma's pocket. pocket. <laughs> Uh-oh. Mm-mm. That doesn't taste like nothing. Mm. I'm sorry. Well, I love Annie Ann's. That doesn't this, taste like an Annie, Annie Ann's pretzel. And it's hard to get through. You have to, like, puncture your teeth mm-hmm. through that shell. It is a weird... This is not... Oh. I mean, look. I ain't gonna lie. If I had nothing else to eat, I'd choke it down. But, but if I had other choices, I would give. This I want to like some cheese else. sauce. I would, which it did. It was supposed to come with cheese sauce. Uh, what? Mm, Where's yeah. my cheese sauce? Mm-hmm. Maybe I forgot to click it. Um, but you shouldn't yeah. have to click anything to get the cheese sauce. Yeah, I had to click extra for cheese sauce. Maybe it's it's just kind of rubbery. It's dry AF. <laughs> oh man. It doesn't seem like it's fresh. Like, maybe they're frozen in advance, and then they just heat them up in the microwave or something. I always wonder, okay, so let's move on uh, to, you're not going to be able to talk for like 10 minutes now. I know, with that I should have taken took. this third bite. Um, mm. So far, we're not hitting a 1,000. But this cookie looks real good. I will say, the cookie came in like a deep dish container. Mm-hmm. You want to smell it? Soft. Give us a whiff for the listener. Yeah, it smells like Sweet Martha's up in here. This is a real good. good. This yeah. is a real and good it's smell. It's soft and it's big. It's real uh, thick. Yeah. Oh. He just took a bite. <laughs> he just made a noise. And he's leaning back. Just when I think Subway can't get any worse, oh, they no. totally redeemed themselves. Oh! Woo! 
That cookie. Is it? Oh. <gasps> oh, boy. Wow. Bradley's taking a bite. He he st- does a... It is okay. the best thing on our plate by okay. far. Okay, yeah. let's see. I like the texture. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's like an Annie or a Sweet Martha's, but thicker. Like a thick-ass Sweet Martha cookie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's more like a uh, like a chocolate chip bar. Like yeah, that you it would is make, like, like a, a bar. almost like a blondie bar. Exactly, mm-hmm. blondie bar. That's what it tastes like. I, I would it's eat like the whole thing. It's like eating cookie dough. Yeah. I love it. This Although, let's be good. clear. If you ate this whole thing, because it is a foot long, and it's probably, what, like three inches wide? Yeah. It's not just like a stick. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole-ass cookie. This. Can I ask a clarifying question, Dawn? Yeah. First of all, how do you feel about it? Okay, so... Because we just had two things that were not great, this is really good. But I don't really love the type of batter that they're using. You know what I mean? It's it does a little have grainy. a weird taste to it, but it still is good. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, for, Well, it's warm. It's moist. Yeah, if I'm judging it on other chocolate chip cookies, mm. I don't like dry cookies. I don't like crunchy chocolate chip cookies. Do you know so what it I just is did? good. What? Mine was covered in some of the salt from the pretzel. Oh, that was real good. Ooh. Oh, okay. Let me go ahead and try yeah, do that. that. Redeem that salt because it's yeah, I not doing anything for the pretzel. Yeah. I, I didn't think I was going to eat this whole thing. And I mean, oh, you it. are? Yeah. Oh, you just took a bit, nice bite. I also put some salt on it <laughs> from the salt shaker. <laughs> <laughs> You just salted your cookie and ate it? Girl, what's going wow. on there? We've both How been doing that? really, really well mm-hmm. since the new year. Mm-hmm. I do like salt. Do you have, like, I'll put sea salt on stuff at home. Oh, yeah. That is the best. Like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. All right. Well, Subway redeemed themselves with that last one. Yeah. I mean, I think that if you were able to get home real quick or eat it right there, I this, bet the that churro would be, would be 10 difference. times better if you ate it right at the counter. Absolutely. And the pretzel as well. You know, it did sit up there for 20 minutes yeah. up front. Um, All right. So of, what should we call this, like fast food novelty snacks? Mm, yeah. Zero to five. Zero being the worst novelty fast food snack you put in your mouth. Oh, well. Five being the best. I mean, all three of them. Together. Let's start with the churro. Okay, the yeah. churro, yeah. This is a, that's like a 1.75 for me. Okay. And what about the pretzel? Oh, I took another bite of it, though. Um, the pretzel is less. Pretzel is not great. Yeah. Um, I'd say a one. Yeah. And what about the footlong cookie? Uh, the foot, footlong cookie, Um, I'd say that's a solid three. Mm. Yeah. Mike, so for me, a really good blunt. Well, we'll get to that one. Let me just start with uh, the Chiro point seven five. Oh, okay. The pretzel. I never don't finish the things, even if we don't like them. I still finish them. Mm-hmm. This sound is it going in the trash? I'm not touching that thing. <laughs> that is a zero. That's a zero. That pretzel is terrible. There's yeah. nothing redeeming. It tastes like cardboard. I hate that. Oh, now if you gave me a perfectly prepared blondie mm-hmm. bar. I would take that over a chocolate chip cookie any day. Oh, this is okay. what this feels it. like. A yeah. uh, 4.75. Wow. This is as close to a 5 as we Wow. This is Whoa. so good. I love this cookie bar and he's thing. Been, he hasn't had much sugar. Well, there is that too. Since, 
the first of January. Yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely definitely hitting the sweet notes. Okay. I'm going to give the churro because I just put the a last piece of churro in my mouth yeah. with a little bit of cookie remnants in there. <laughs> and the sweet, it made it better. It made it way better. So I'm going to have to give it a one. Uh-huh. The footlong pretzel, I'm giving a big fat, and I think it's the first time I've ever done this, zero. Look at that, two zeros. Yeah, oh. it, it was trash. I Only because one. there was no, like my, I didn't even have salt on mine. Yeah. And it so I just, off I felt like I was like sucking on a mattress. Um <laughs> <laughs> which you may ask yourself, how would you know what that's like? <laughs> just see yourself in a real state of distress, just on the edge of your bed. Or there's <laughs> that. <laughs> like something happened. <laughs> I'm not going to touch that. Okay, but the footlong cookie. Yeah. I have to agree with Mike, but I'm not as bullish. I would say... Mm, mm, 3.5, 3. 3.75, 3.75. I'm going like back and forth. And friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you, Don. That was a really fun treat. I'm glad yes, we got to try that. Yeah. And I would totally try. I think I would try them both again at the store. Like, I'd be like, let's just. Yeah, I think it would make a huge difference with both of these. I don't know if the know? pretzel would be a huge difference, yeah. but it might be at least a less depressing. Yeah. 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 So thank you to the delivery people, the Uber yeah. Eats guy who came and did his best. Yeah. Oh, no. It's, it has, has nothing, nothing to do with, with them. Uh, I do also, I'm looking at the Subway menu. They have no bready bowls, which I think are just Subway sandwiches without the bun. Mm. Seems so sad to Quickly me. before we leave. Yeah. You know, when you read reviews of things and you're like reading it going, that is not their fault. Ugh. I was reading an Uber Eats review, and this person is like, my food was 20 minutes late. It was in the middle of winter in a snowstorm, and the person delivering it was on a bike, and my food was cold. I'm like, hold on a second. They were on a bicycle delivering you your food, and you're giving them a bad review. You're a horrible person. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Just struck me wrong. I just feel like sometimes you don't need to go to the internet to complain. Yeah, you should probably tip them a lot of money. And or you go, next time I'm going to get off my, my behind. Yeah. Of course, maybe they couldn't leave the house. I don't know. Anyway, let's not, uh, let's just spend the break. Contemplating. Contemplating warm cookie thoughts. Shall we? Yes. Dawn, thank you for making that possible today. Oh, you are the best welcome. ever. Mm-hmm. And so is Mike. And so are you. You are, too. Thank you. I was waiting for that. Uh, no, I'm kidding. When we come back, Brittany Spears has an ex-husband. His name is Sam. He, she has three, actually. Well, I was specifically talking okay. about Sam, but if you want to make a case out of it, we could. Well, part of the story has to do with another one of them. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, you're going to tell us all about it when we come yeah. back right here on Sassy Talk 1071. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. My talk, 107.1. Brittany's with us, too, and she is mad. She's mad. Wow. Oh, boy, Brittany. Uh, now, just imagine if you were married to someone, you had a whole lot of money, and you were kind of suspicious they you were with them for the money, but then... You know, you get Wait, divorced. you were suspicious? Or you're kind of suspicious, suspicious, so you do a prenup, and you're like, well, this solves all my problems because, you know, they won't be able to get my money. I'll just give them this much, and then that's it. Well, that's not the case for Brittany because OK Magazine, I'm putting the link in our grid right now, so you can actually look at the article as well, and it's on our show links page. Um, but she thinks that Sam is pathetic. Because apparently we thought that the um, everything was under control with the divorce and everything was settled. Well, th- this tabloid is saying that that is not true, that he's reassessed his situation. He's running out of money and he wants more than the money that he got. Okay, so this is from, I'm just going to do the work that we do, which is to look at the source. And the uh-huh. source is coming from OK, okay Magazine. So, and then what is the story telling us that basically Sam, Sam wants more money? Wants more money because he feels that um, that he feels that he should be compensated properly for everything he went through with Brittany. They were together for roughly seven years, and he's referring to her bizarre behavior on social media and rumored mood swings, and so. As he reflects on the lack of money that's coming in, I'm assuming, um, he wants to get some more money out of, it, out of it. Now, he wants to keep the amount of money that he's trying to get confidential. He's not happy with what Brittany and her team have proposed. I, I think this is totally believable, actually, because, I mean, I don't know what's really going on, but it seems like, to me, he will continue to come back for more money. And he probably yeah. has some leverage in that yes. regard. Yeah. And it's not just, you know, it's probably information that she wouldn't want anybody to know. Well, it seems possible to me. Um, I'm, I Like, who knows? I also, the other part of me thinks, like, maybe he's just, like, totally done with her. But, but not because he, we, at least TMZ told us, which, I don't know, for whatever reason, I feel like TMZ would know things. <clears throat> that he did get her to essentially put him up in a hotel or in a, an apartment. Like mm-hmm. she is paying for his condo. Right. Which is, so a if really that's high the case, place. that means he hasn't just like divorced himself from her um, beyond, you know, the legal part of it. Right. But I thought everything was settled. Like this is, you know, apparently within the prenup, like any money. Yeah. She but made a prenup before- is only so good as like, Hey, I've got all these wonderful photos on my camera that could be leaked to the media. Yeah, that's really not cool, you know? I mean, I feel like if you sign something, then that should be upheld in well, court. Well, Dawn, that's because you're a good person. Uh, I would like yeah. to introduce you to the world. Well, I'm not talking about good or bad. I'm just talking about legally, like in court, these were documents that were signed. If they're signed and in a proper way... Yeah, Not just like, hey, we're at McDonald's, sign this napkin. He's got photos. Photos of what? Her using drugs? Because no. I think that would be a big bombshell thing that, you know. I didn't say drugs. What? If they're nude photos, we've seen her nude on Instagram. But not with really. With a little star. 
Yeah, but without the star. I don't know. I, I, I just, I guess I'm, you know, maybe I live in the blinds too much, but I wouldn't be surprised if he feels like he, you know, is like, oh, if you were smart, you'd hand over a few extra dollars so I can make ends meet. True. I'm sure. Do you think he signed an NDA that's like you can't Probably. talk about anything that yeah. happened? Well, I'm sure that NDA was signed bef- like while the conservatorship was in effect. So mm-hmm. I, I'm curious how like any of that would still be in force. But if he did sign an NDA, I bet it would be when daddy hired him mm. to train her. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think the but prenup like, is just for if. It was a million dollars for every two years that he stayed with her, which is just so gross. Like, it's almost like paying someone to be married to you. Yeah, but that's rich people. God, they it's gross. Like, they, they have lives we don't understand on. I wonder if he got 500000 since it was just one year. Like, I after bet, the year mark, I he I bet he got a her. nice fat check. Yeah. And I bet it was for more than the prenup because... Uh, you know, again, he could write a book. That's and I also I'm wonder. I wonder if he will do that. I wonder if, because I don't know that a prenup would be in effect for husband and wife. Right? I don't know. We need a good legal expert in that regard. Isn't because that what I it's feel for? like. No, well, for husband not and prenup. Wife? I'm sorry. Uh, NDA. Oh. I don't know that that, you know, like. that. That's interesting to me. Like, would the marital relationship be confined by a non-disclosure like if you like i get if you're dating someone or you're like you know working in their home or you're like friends with them that they could make you sign an nda but i wonder if it could be enforceable if you're a married because as a married partner you're legally like one thing Mm -hmm. you're not Mm -hmm. two separate things do you see what i'm saying yeah i so I'd be curious if he had previously signed an NDA, if that would have been nullified by the marriage. Yeah, I think there's some pretty weird things that I've heard about prenups that are just like, you can make somebody do that or you can ask that. Well, you can insofar as they'll do it. Yeah. Right. But like whether it's enforceable or not or whether it's challengeable in a court of law or not. Yeah. It's a different story. I think we need a good Hollywood divorce lawyer. Oh, okay. If you're listening, Marty Singer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or even just a basic, like, lawyer that, a divorce lawyer that knows about prenups. Yeah. I don't know any. I know some criminal attorneys, but. Yeah. I'm just thinking California because they have such unique, you Mm -hmm. know. Yeah. I guess every state is different. For sure. sure. And when you're dealing with large sums of money like that. Yeah. Oh, another part of this is that. They reminded us in this article how much she forks out to. She didn't want to make the same mistakes that she did with um, with Kevin Federline. Um, you know that she really just sort of because she had kids with him. You know she really just had to give up a lot more and reminded us that she pays forty thousand a month in child support. Yeah. For well, she definitely has the the, hand, the leg up in this arrangement Mm -hmm. like in this divorce Mm -hmm. she definitely is probably although again i'm curious what cards he has to play i'm sure he has some stuff i mean even if it's just a book talking about when we went on this trip she was passed out the entire plane ride i don't know about you but i if i were married to that level of a famous person i would be keeping a very very detailed journal oh because if for no other reason than 
you know, if they wrote a book someday, like you'd want to be able to check your notes. That's true. Yeah. And if they ended up doing something really heinous that you're like, well, got all this information, you know, you never know somebody 100%. Exactly. Except your radio partner and your producer. Right? Right? What's coming up next? (laughs) When we come back on the adventures of Bradley and Don. Sophia Vergara tells Kelly Clarkson to shut up. Oh, yeah. Rude.